This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. While you're going, hey, go to Burger King, because right now, participating Burger King restaurants, you can get two croissant-witch breakfast sandwiches for only $4. You heard me, $4. That's only Burger King. Price and participation vary. Restrictions apply. We've been talking about the Hall of Fame's preliminary list of candidates for the class of 2017, and there are 94 of them. And our next guest, former offensive lineman Chris Hinton, is one of them. Now, I first met Chris when I was covering the Baltimore Colts. I don't know if he remembers it, but I do. And he was involved in one of the biggest blockbuster trades of all time. That would be the 1983 deal that sent Chris to the Colts and John Elway to Denver. Now, of course, John Elway would go on to a Hall of Fame career, but Chris, he did okay for himself. He went on to an outstanding career as well with seven Pro Bowls and three All-Pro selections. As I said, he's on the Hall's preliminary list of this year's candidate. He's here today to talk about it. Chris, thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Chris, first things first. Um, You're up for the Hall, and as you mentioned in an email that you sent out last week, you're a long shot. You acknowledge that. But if you were to stand in front of the voters and they're – 48 of us, if you were to stand in front of us today and make your case, what would you tell us about your candidacy? Well, even outside of um, making the Pro Bowl seven times, I think the big thing with with me is the fact that I did it at three different positions. I made all pro at a fourth position on the offensive line. And um, and, and I did it on on teams that were not very successful. Sometimes it's easier to, to get get attention when you're playing on a Super Bowl team or a team that they deep run into the playoffs. But um, there are a couple of teams that I played for that um, started out, you know, one year we started out 0-13 and I made the Pro Bowl. So um, my peers, coaches appreciated what I, what I was doing and um, rewarded me with Pro Bowls those years. Chris, how do you think your candidacy has been impacted by this quote, the guy traded for John Elway? You know, it was it was one of those things. It's, it's like a, a gift and a curse. Number one, it 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 really brought attention to you know who is guy who, who was in the Elway trade, and then it's the, the, the curse is he was the guy in the Elway trade, and uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so and so for me, it's um, I mean, it's, like I said, it, it's brought attention to to me, but um, you know, sometimes not so good. Well, I saw you play a lot, uh, uh, Chris, because I was covering the Patriots for a lot of the time you were in Indianapolis. Uh, no question what a dominating player you were. But I'm wondering how aware you are of the sort of difficulty, uh, not only for guys uh, who played on teams with poor records, but guys who played in the offensive line. You know, Kent Hull and, and uh, Mike Ken and, and uh, Richmond Flowers and Tony Pacelli. Uh, you know, guy, Bruce Armstrong, who I think was a really good player. Uh, went to a bunch of Pro Bowls. They don't even get their name mentioned. So is it daunting to you to sit there and say, I'm not the only one in this position, and so how do I get out of it? Yeah, I mean, because the guys that I got a chance to see <clears throat> those guys play in, and, and they're you know pretty much in the, in, in the same boat as myself, where it's tough as an offensive lineman because there's other than Pro Bowls or all pros, I mean, there's really no other stats. 
mm-hmm. that you can go by, and it's easy. And, and the fact that we played during a time when, I mean, there was no direct TV where you could watch eight games in a day or whatever, and and um, so guys on the West Coast had no idea what what guys on the East Coast were doing, and so yeah, it's it's tough. I, I wish there was one uh, another way to measure and and so that people would know. We're speaking to former offensive lineman Chris Hinton on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at thetalkoffamenetwork.com. And, Chris, I want to ask you one more, I apologize, one more Elway question, but um, mm-hmm. how much pressure was there on you to perform up to expectations? I remember when, when Elway came in in 1983 to Memorial Stadium, and they booed him, and he went to the bench, and DeBurr came mm-hmm. in. But right. there was a tremendous amount of pressure on him in that day, but there was a tremendous amount of pressure on you for your career. Yeah, there was. Um you know, I always kid about how, how the guys on the team would, would give me a hard time saying that we could have had Elway instead of you. So, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I, I felt pressure, um, but pressure is playing playing at Northwestern, you know, for four years and going four and forty. So, and that, <laughs> that like was my college teams. career. Yeah. <laughs> you went, yeah, you win four so, games, and you're still the fourth pick of the draft. Right. That's yeah. Right. So come about that four number. Yeah. But um, being able to accomplish what I did, being in, in making the Pro Bowl as, as the first offensive lineman ever to make the Pro Bowl, and the first offensive lineman, well, first player in the NFL to, to make the Pro Bowl at three different positions. Those are the, some of the things that I'm proud of. Chris, you said you you are a rare three position player at both right, left tackle, and guard. Do you think your versatility may have hurt your candidacy? If you had stayed at left tackle for, say, the entire 13-year career, you, you may be looked at differently. And secondly, if given a choice, what single position would you like to be considered as a Hall of Fame candidate? That's a great question. Yes, I, I think the fact that I, I played multiple positions hurt hurt in, in that regard and, and playing for three different teams also. But um, And to be very honest with you, I, I think I played out of position most of my career. I was I was more of a natural guard. And... Um, because I was I was more of a physical run blocking guy and versus the tackle, so I really I think I played out of position probably ten out of the thirteen years. I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned four and forty at, at Northwestern, and uh, we know the difficult, tough record you had in the NFL. Chris, do you ever sit back and say to yourself, you know, dear Lord, you know, you really played a cruel trick on me. You blessed me with all this ability and then you put me on these teams that nobody on the world would ever find me uh you know when you hit your knees at midnight there's ever one time where you said what were you thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and and then on top of that you talk about you know playing multiple positions uh, at northwestern i played uh over the four years i played three different positions and um played offensive line one year wow so so what happens is you know, the, the coach always sees you in a, in a way that, well, we need a guard. Put Chris a guard. Well, we need to tackle. Put Chris to tackle. And... Hey, Chris, I, I know Ron asked you earlier about some of the other decorated offensive linemen who are in this group. He mentioned Ken Hull, Joe Jacoby, mm-hmm. Tony Baselli, among others. They were all decade choices, and, and I know you were not. And my question is, you know, the majority of the players in the hall either are all decade choices or they've won rings. Should either of those be a factor in making it to the hall? Well, no. <laughs> I, I would, hands down, if, if I'd played for the 49ers or the Redskins, I'd be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. If, if, I play, if, I, if I played for championship teams and accomplished what I did, and um, I, would, I would probably have more, more all-pro seasons 
So it's a tough one. I mean, as, as a voter, it's tough to wrap your arms around a, a career that you guys didn't see or it's basically just going on paper because some of the things that um, – I mentioned in my email, like like being the only player to either make the Pro Bowl or all pro at four different positions, I mean, nobody knows that. Right. But if I was a receiver and, or, or a running back and I, I gained 2,000 yards, everybody would know that. Yeah, so. right. I think the fact that you also mentioned your teams were 57 and 70, that should be considered right. too because, as you said, you, know, you played on some bad teams. You were a very good player on some very bad teams. I think that's a, a uh, you know, don't mean to toot my horn again, but it's a feather in your cap when when you can make the the Pro Bowl on a, on a team that starts out zero thirteen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, Chris, we got to run, but thanks so much for right, the time, yeah. and you know what? Best of luck with the vote. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks Chris. Chris. That was former offensive lineman Chris Hinton, who's one of the ninety four Hall of Fame candidates for the class of two thousand seventeen. Up next, Rick on why the NFL is a young man's game. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, and Ron, whose computer doesn't, huh? Just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com. 